Ruin curled up his lip in disgust. Because she can. I expect her to abuse you regularly. You have the attention of Dominus, and she will despise you for it. She hated the last cook, too. I am certain she drove him to his death. I stopped myself from cursing aloud. Of all the people I had to worry about, it would have to be Apicius's mother. It made me wonder again about what Apicius had said before he left me in the kitchen. Dominus warned me not to eat anything I hadn't prepared with my own hand. Do you know why? Ruin grimaced. He glanced toward the small barred window in the back of the room where the sea breeze occasionally gusted inward. Probably because Dominus doesn't want you to die. Goosebumps surfaced on my arms. So that's what happened to the other cook. I, most of us think Popila had him killed. She hated Peters. Stay away from her. I don't understand. Two months ago, Dominus Apicius was visiting his villa in Minturni, and Domina Elia was on the other side of Bay taking care of a sick friend. With both of them gone, Popilla had dinner alone in her room. She complained about her soup and demanded Peters try it and tell her what he thought. He tried the soup and agreed that it shouldn't taste so. Ruin's eyes darkened with the memory. Peters went back to the kitchen, dumped the soup, and sent a fresh bowl to Popilla, which she ate with no complaint. By the time she went to bed, Peters was complaining of dizziness and that his heart was beating too fast. His face turned red and he started vomiting. Soon he was gasping for air, and before morning arrived, he was gone. Ruin shuddered. I wondered if any of the slaves felt loyalty toward Popilla. I endeavoured to keep my face devoid of emotion in front of my new second-in-command. Why would she have wanted to hurt Peters, or me for that matter? Nothing she does makes any sense. Did anyone accuse her of Peters's death? Ruin shook his head. How could we? Fortunately, Domina Elia had returned. She stayed with us through the night. We waited with Peters until he died, promising him we would send his ashes to the sea. Well, Samia thinks it was you, Powder, because it takes a while to work. Peters didn't feel ill until Popilla had long since retired and the soup had been thrown out so we couldn't test it on one of the chickens. Domina believed us, but what could she do? Popilla is her husband's mother. The only thing she could do to punish Popilla was to tell her that without the cook, the staff couldn't be trusted to make anything besides barley soup. We served soup and apples until Apicius returned a month later. He lowered his voice and looked toward the door to make sure no one would hear. Popilla is so stupid. She never realised Domina let us eat normal meals when Popilla took her bath or left the villa to eat with friends, which, after the first few days, was nearly every night. Popilla hates barley soup. What does Apicius think of his mother? I asked. He barely puts up with her. He avoids her when they are both at home. I once asked Sotus why Dominus doesn't send her away. He told me Apicius had promised his father he would take care of her. When Gavius Rutilus died, he gave Apicius everything and Popilla nothing. I've heard it was well over one hundred million sestertii. I think that makes it clear what he thought of his crazy wife. Apicius would love to find her a husband. I hear her dowry is huge, so someone will probably take the old sow off his hands soon. The conversation was beginning to run long, and I started to worry about the meal. I surveyed the glassware and cutlery before me. I took the basket from Ruin and motioned at the shelves. Those glasses that Pallas broke, did Apicius pick them out especially for tonight? Ruin shrugged. I don't know. 
They were delivered earlier today. They could have been a gift from a client, or Dominus could have had them ordered. If something new arrives, we usually use it the same day. Let's hope they were a random gift. In their place, we put aside a set of glass cups colourfully painted with vivid pictures of powerful animals, bulls, cheetahs and horses. If Apicius asked, I would explain the broken glasses, but in looking at the collection before me, I had a feeling he wouldn't miss them. We finished packing the basket. When we emerged, I found myself coughing as kitchen smoke filled my lungs. I had never been in a kitchen with so many ovens. Three of them along one wall. Dozens of amphorae of oil and wine lined another wall, while shelves filled with bronze pots and baskets of vegetables took up space along the wall closest to the door. I barely had time to set the basket down before Apicius burst into the kitchen, Sotus trailing behind. Apicius was already dressed for dinner in an off-white toga.